The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- series. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are The Bostonian versus The Book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus The Book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Off and running on a Tuesday. What is up, Brigade? Thank you for hanging out. We're on a little late than normal due to a little company business we had to take care of today. Dave Sheriff in the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian live on Sirius, sorry, live on YouTube and Twitter, replayed on Sirius XM and on SportsGrid. No hat today, Dave? For now. No hat? No, I got hats. Um, you know, it's um, one of those days. Just going to change it up. Everybody asks why. What's going on? Nothing. We got, uh, we we got do, control. We can doing a limp biscuit we thing. Want. We're doing yeah. a limp biscuit thing today. No, 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 <laughs> no. Just uh, hanging out, you know, trying to stick to the run down, <laughs> you know, trying to keep it all on the rails. Hockey day today. Boys and girls are all here. Uh, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button right at the top. Um, Butchie, Butchie got a meeting. Ooh. Enjoy your meeting, Butchie. Uh, you know, I, I work on your time now. That's a little shot at him. He okay. knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I was up early this morning. I had, I had a thought. I talked to a guy. I forgot to talk to you before the show. Uh, um, I love what you do. What this. do you think? I'm going to put this out there. Okay. Got a lot of people at the beginning. Remind me at the end to ask the same question. If we come to the Midwest, yep, to do a show, yep, will people show? Yes. Okay. We're, what's our Discord? BVBshow.com. We're going to put it in the Discord, and we're going to put it out to you. If you're interested in coming, and we can hook you up with a place to stay, a meetup. I don't know, maybe for the Derby or something like that, that weekend and hang out, watch us do the show, ask questions. I even threw in a steak dinner, talk to a guy about a thing. The first weekend in May, but it would be the Thursday, Friday, if we could do this. I need to gauge the interest because it's like planning a wedding. We're going to send out invitations for a BVB Midwest meetup in May. Forget about the, you know, going to the Derby. You come to the to the Midwest and find us. I think we can pull it off. I think we I don't do think. It. I know we can pull it off. If this goes down, we'll have three months to push it. See, the goal, guys, is this March, April. We only have two. Two months. That's good. The well, February. We've half a February left, or at least a quarter of it. We've got the shows coming in March at Resorts World. So we, you guys know, we're doing a BVB weekend in March. We'll start hammering that with the offer codes and everything else. That's all coming. We got to call later today to get it all set up. Probably tomorrow. That's today. That's today. Mono. That's today. Thank you for reminding me of that again. <laughs> so that call this morning threw me for a loop. Yeah. So we have a call. Yeah. 
at uh, here in Vegas that we will have some more information, some more details. And we'll be able to tell you a lot more about the March event. Come so the hope is, and we're efforting to do this, is to be somewhere for April. Now, either the Masters or the Final Four, one of the two. We're trying to figure that out. So there's two different questions we've got for April that we're looking at. But then the idea would be, would be to, for the first time ever, now maybe the Final Four in Phoenix, we'd go back to Phoenix. We've been in LA, we've been in Phoenix before to do the show for the Super Bowls. This will be the first road show in April going down to Phoenix for the final four, but we may stay up here for the masters and do something in Vegas in April for the masters. But May would be our first leaving of the Pacific time zone for BVB. And so that would be our new opportunity to kind of yes. slide on over to do something in May. Then the goal would be something in July to do it somewhere coming up for that. And then if we have an opportunity, like, I, and I've told Dave this, I've told you guys in the brigade this before, is that we were looking to do stuff in the fall for college football, to try to go on the road to do stuff in the fall for college football. So a big game, a big event, a kickoff weekend, something to do something in the fall. So that kind of is our schedule for 2024. We know where we're going to be in March for sure with two shows at Resorts World for the first weekend of the NCAA tournament. It is appearing, it is, we can't announce it yet, but there is a definite possibility of us doing something in May in the Midwest, which would be really fun. And I think you guys would find it. Centrally located in the Midwest where you would be about a 60-minute drive from a lot of different places. Come meet us. What are you talking about? A 60-minute drive from a lot of places? The the city we're talking about is nowhere near that. (laughs) Talk. <laughs> no, we'll get into it later. And we remember this conversation. And Dave said that it's a 60 minute drive to a, lot, a of, lot of places. No, it is not. <laughs> not even. No, it's easy to fly into it. How about that? It's not hard to get there. It's just not. I mean, there's not even a big city within an hour drive of what we're talking about. <laughs> Chicago is not a big city. It's a massive city. It's an hour and a half drive. It's so not you drive well, 63 miles. That's yes. a little over an hour. You this is a great point. Whitrock, this is a great point. You must define Midwest. Yes. Very true. Right. We will do that. No, we're not coming for the 500, but that would be neat to go. I've never gone to that event. Her is very, very cool. So looking forward to it. We'll, we'll, we'll have some more to come. So it's a, the, the, the grand scheme of it all. More to come as to what we might and might want to do. The issue is it's like a wedding. And you can't have a wedding and invite all these people. And then the, the groom and the bride are the only people there. You know, that's yeah, I'm not worried. Pay. Um, I, I, I think we'll, I think we'll have, we got feet. I, I got people in that city. So we get, we got ways of getting, getting the word out. I spoke to the guy in that city this morning. Good. Set us up a call. Good. Like, this is, this is what sparked the whole morning. Good. I was like, Oh my goodness! I think this is really could happen. So this—it's not good, Pittsburgh, good. boys. No, it's not Pittsburgh. It's not. not a, it's actually Midwest. It's actually in the Midwest. Pittsburgh it's not. is in the east. It's the Midwest, but it's Mid Atlantic. It's not the Mid Atlantic. <laughs> it's nowhere. That's not where Pittsburgh is located. Okay, I, I saw this question, and I thought it was really interesting about UConn. Can they go back to back in your mind? We haven't seen a back to back champions in 06, 07 in Florida when they did it. I mean, they're the best team right now, but it's only February 20th. I don't know who the best team is going to be in April, but. 
they're, one they're, game somebody could beat them, but man, they ain't. I mean, they're they're the best team. They're the they're the first team this year. They're the number the first number one ranked team team in the country to be unanimous so far this year. No one else got a first place vote, but UConn. Fair. I mean, after beating Milwaukee by I mean, beating uh, beating Marquette Marquette by no, it was not in Milwaukee. That was in that was in UConn. Yeah, that was in Hart in Hartford. That game wasn't played, but they beat them by twenty eight points. Right, and they killed them. <laughs> like it was at home, but they killed them. And it's the largest margin of victory between two top five teams in college basketball history. I just realized you're wearing Chicago Bears hat. I'm talking about a Midwest meetup. It's not Chicago, boys. No. But it ain't but, far. But yeah, it ain't far. <laughs> it, ain't far. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't far. I'm wearing the Bears hat for the Justin Field story, but also for the orange. I need to match the orange. So I don't have any orange hats. The Justin Field story that he's going to the Steelers? He's, well, we'll get to that later. So we'll talk oh, about where he might be my, going. My, he, he, uh, might be, he might be going there. He could be going to the Steelers, but the odds, if you're betting on it, the betting favorite is not the Steelers. Just FYI on where Justin Fields may play next we'll season. We'll get to that. We will. I, I think this is really interesting because college basketball has a chance here. UConn is, I don't know what to make of UConn. Like I hate UConn because of Connecticut and UMass. So like I, I have a reason to hate. I don't think the country really has that big of an opinion on UConn. Like they hate Duke. They hate Kentucky. They hate North Carolina. UConn hasn't been like they won the championship last year, but it was somewhat out of nowhere. Like no one was expecting them to go and win it. And then they did. And they brought back most of the team. They added talent, but, but there was a lot of people that we know. I got on late on them to win it all, but right. I know a lot of people had them 20 to one, 15 the gambling to one, community. knew. I'm talking about the public, like the general public. They weren't oh. looking, they weren't looking at UConn going, that's a team that's going to win the national championship. Because was, they were a four seed or because they just they were, were big East or what do you all like? of it, all the above. And it was Dan Hurley. It was all the above. Like we hadn't seen the Hurleys win a national championship. And like, we'd seen them fall flat a lot. We've seen Hurley fail at different places. Right. And so he gets the UConn gig. He gets a couple of big recruits. And all of a sudden now here's coach Hurley in the final four. And people were like, damn, they might win the thing. Well, they almost lost the thing to San Diego state. So like, you know, they won it, but it was a hard fought win. And it was considered a down year with a bunch of Cinderella's and, you know, Purdue got bounced early and just, so it, things worked out well for UConn. Now they come back with the ring and they're killing people. And I, I'm not sure people are really paying attention to it all that much, even yet. Like you mentioned, it's February 20th, but the betting market is still not a hundred percent sold. That what they're are the gonna, odds on favorite. The betting are, market is sold now, but it hasn't been that way all year. Houston's been up there really high. Arizona was up there really high. Like we've seen different teams. UConn has been less than ten to one for yes. a month. Right? Yes, fair. Yes, you can't go much lower. Like that's the thing. They're not worthy of being two to one. Okay. You can't, I mean, you just can't make it lower. Although they are deep. Like they, 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 it's not like they got one guy that's dominating. And if he goes down, then they go down. I think that they're legit. Oh, I mean, there's the, no debate. It's the, the, them, them losing in March is going to take the team's best effort, but it's going to take one of their worst efforts of the entire season. They have to miss all the shots. They have to get in a foul trouble early. They have to turn the ball over more than they have any other game. Like the way they're winning, they're winning. Mm -hmm. Dare I say, they're, are they cruising in a lot of games? Um, No. 
because they haven't been covering all that often in the Big East. So they haven't been cruising, but they cruised in their last game. Yeah, they smoked Marquette. That was, I mean, sell high, boys and girls, sell high. Tonight's their big test. Sell high. Everybody's in the chat. Boys and girls are all here. They're piling in right now. You know, here comes the noon rush, the noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern rush. Put up a poll. Can UConn go back to back? Sarah Mello, Nikki, part time producer. Thank you, Nikki. That's a good question. <laughs> you want to do, do a poll on it? We're going to answer no. Well, more okay. no's than yeses. Let's ask this question. It's better. I was going to do it later. We're going to do it now. Uh, UConn versus the field. Who are you taking? That's what it just said. That's what that question just was from Sarah Mello. Can they repeat? Yeah, but but it's you it's right now it's a bet. Not can they repeat back to back. It's the same bet, but same bet. What would you do? I don't know. Field's got to be like minus five hundred. The field's got to be monster this year. The field has to be like. Well, no. If they're plus four fifty to win it, they're the field. The, the no is got to lay seven to one probably. Whew. Minus seven hundred. Right what it is at circuit? What the no is. On UConn, um, yeah, yeah, I bet the field. I I don't think UConn goes back to back. They can go back to back. I'm not saying they cannot. They can absolutely go back to back, depending on the draw they're going to get. They'll be the one seed. They'll be in the East. They'll have the easiest path to get to Phoenix. But there's going to be a lot of pitfalls along the way. <laughs> like they're going to have to jump over some alligator filled pits to get there. Now, it's if not- you were to put this in in your sports book app. Yep. And you put it alphabetically. What mm-hmm. would it what would it be under? You. You're right. Yukon. You gotta lay 650. <sighs> so that's fair. 650 plus 475. That's probably the, one of the best prices on Yukon. I, I guys in the chat, put put the price on Yukon to win it all wherever you're at. Shop the best price. We can so I love the beauty of this show. We got people watching all over right. the country. On Friday, we had 41 states check in on Roll Call Friday. On a Tuesday in February, I don't know how many people were here, but... Interesting question. Um, hmm, SoCal giant. Social giant. Social giant. That's an I, I. I read SoCal, too. I was like, wait, that's a SoCal D-Gen? No. Right. Uh, where does Dan Hurley rank in terms of coaches? I think he would be... I mean, look at... We're in a, this is part of the problem with college basketball, right? Coach K is gone. Right. Roy Williams is gone. Right. Bill Self is still there. But in terms Jay of Wright's coach, gone. Jay Wright's gone. Somebody, uh, what did I read? I don't want to say the stat wrong. But like the number of coaches in college basketball who have won college basketball national championships that are actively coaching right now, there's like two or three. Two. two. I think it's two, right? Self and who else? Who's the second? Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley would be two. So who's, is there a third? Patino. Izzo, Tom Izzo. Izzo's three. There we go. Right now. Patino. Yep. Four. Rick Patino. Tony Bennett won a national championship. In Virginia. K- Virginia. Right. Calipari. So yeah. there, there, there's six. Okay. There's not many. Like it's not as many as, as it used to be where you had all these Hall of Fame coaches. Look, I don't know how to do with, you know. Wow. CBW has UConn plus 350 offshore. John Serrett has a plus 250. 
on UConn to win a championship where he's at in West Virginia. That's crazy. 250. Almost, oh, see, there you go. Two to one. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. plus 250. That's no good. Five to one at Bet Rivers in Indiana. Thank you, Addison. That's a fair price. Five to one at DK. Who's that? Uh, Santana. Thank you, sir. I mean, it ain't going to get much lower. I, you know, you can kind of wait. Jay, roll Jays tonight. Mm. That's that's Creighton's line. They they adopted the Alabama roll tide to roll Jays. That's did the, they really? Yeah, that's the that's the Blue Jay cry is roll Jays. Uh my thoughts on Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun ducked UMass for his entire career until John Calipari left, and then he was willing to play the U game. And so I am massively down on Jim Calhoun. Tremendous coach. Oh. Whoa. Chicken huh. to play UMass. Whoa. Not whoa. It's a fact. Chicken. He, he was chicken. He didn't want to lose the game. He always said, I have way more to lose than gain by playing UMass. So he really? refused. He refused to play Calipari. Calipari called him out publicly over and over and over again. Play us, play us, play us. No, 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 no. Refused. The next year after Calipari left and went to the Nets. Oh, sure. Come on. Let's play. U game in Boston. So it was called the U game. Probably couldn't fit it in the schedule. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't fit it in the schedule. Absolutely. All those years over and over. The seven-year run for UMass. Yeah. All seven years couldn't f- couldn't find a time to do it. Yeah, go. it was tough. <laughs> he ran away from Calipari. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my opinion of Jim Calhoun. If you're asking me my opinion on Jim Calhoun is that he refused to play my school when my school was good and then was all willing to play Bruiser Flint when he could whack him around and beat him up real, real bad. What and UMass went back to Bruiser Flint. That was the coach that followed Calipari? Yeah, he's currently on Cal's bench at Kentucky. Bruiser Flint. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He was the coach of UMass for, I don't know, seven, six, seven, seven years or so afterwards. Didn't do, I think he went to like two or three tournaments, but that's about it. Once, Cal, once Cal's players weren't in the system, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Once we, once we stop cheating, you know, once we stop, yeah, well, once we stop cheating, once the envelope stopped going, UMass went back to a little bit tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, you know, unfortunate, but just it's, it's, you know, it's what happened, unfortunately. Uh, what happened last night? Uh, Daytona 500 got one under caution by William Byron. Did you watch any of that race at all? Nope. So uh, I'll just, I'll just comment real quick because you didn't see it, but I mean, I saw it. On the con- it, it, it's really controversial. <laughs> the ending, how it ended, was there's a lot of pissed off people because of how it how it ended, and they called. Essentially, there was a crash, a wreck at the end. They said it was going to end under caution. It did. William Byron won. It went Chevy, Chevy. I had Chevy at a plus one eighty five ticket. It saved my day yesterday to have that after hockey destroyed me. So I was actively watching. I was I was at the gym in between boxing rounds watching went back watching went back people that I was insane they were like what are you doing just stand there and watch the rest of the race watching but they the kept race. on having these you know things that, that are going on oh really that's going to be interesting that can't happen guys what? they just texted me and said Lowe's is going to be here to install my my stove the huge oh. the huge stove that's out there so I may need you to carry the show for five five minutes as I let the guys let into, them in the door if they the need house. to 
You got to get that stove hooked up. I do, but you know how it's going to be, it's going to sound like there's an elephant above me during Listen, the we've show. We've done the show with the lawn guy, the, the leaf blower, <laughs> the dogs barking. When you're oh. there, you hit mute. We'll talk. And then when yeah. it's time to talk, jump in. We'll see. Tell the guys to keep it quiet for another, you know, 45 <laughs> minutes and we'll get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was controversial, but it's a big win for Hendrick Motorsports. It's their 40th anniversary. It's their 40th anniversary of winning the first ever Daytona 5500 for them. A lot of folks had big tickets on William Byron. <laughs> it, was, it was a big deal. Yeah, and I was he caused a big wreck. Yeah, he did. I mean, John John Nemechek caused a really big wreck. I saw people who had a bunch of top five finishes for him. They were hoping that he was going to come through. It didn't happen, unfortunately. But, mm. you know, people who bet it, you know, who bet Byron, came in and, you know, get a pick from the Lowe's guy. <laughs> Maybe we'll bring the Lowe's guy on. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> be great. Uh, I, I love guarantee that text. you ask him if he bets. Oh, they all if do. He says yes. He's got to no, give us a pick. There's no debate. There's no debate. Either. Four game parlay. Like yeah. the pool guy. The pool One, guy picks. I love this. Could have been a segment. That would have been oh, creative. God, the pool guy. Right. <laughs> This is funny. They say Lowe's text me and said, we're going to be there between 1.30 and 5.30 Pacific time. And then I get a text. Hey, by the way, they're going to be there in 30 minutes, which is not 1.30, by the way. <laughs> 30 minutes. Yeah, it's be. a lot of times people <laughs> people uh, have trouble. Adding. They guesstimate, right? They just go ahead and say, yeah, let's see what time we're going to show up. So I may need to jump out for here just one second. Just FYI. Okay. Connor Hellebuck gave up five goals yesterday. Five. He hadn't he given did. up five goals all year. He gave up five in the 6-3 loss. They had an open net goal that was scored at the end when they pulled the goaltender there. For, for, right. for You made mention on the way out yesterday, you said you got to be careful with the Jets. Vancouver, too. But why? You're down on these guys? No. Um, no. You just, when you watch them play, it's like they're learning on the job. <laughs> Everybody's still kind of forming what roles. Yeah. Who's the number one power play? I don't know if I believe in as good as Demko's been. I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. Like, you just sometimes, you know, like, we'll know when we approach the late March, like, which teams we got to really go. They're going to take this show on the road. They're going to take this show on the road and they're going to, they're going to be in every game. They're playing the same game every night, except for last night. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. I just I don't think <laughs> they it's got there yet. Smoked. I yeah. mean, it was goal, goal, goal. But the craziest game was last night with Vancouver, who I that thought they were going to start Demko. They didn't start Demko. They started De Smith, who gave up eight goals, and the Wild scored seven goals in the third period. Two of them being open net. I mean, De Smith gave up five goals in the second period. Sorry, in the third period, rather himself. And they left him in the game. They were just like, hey, we're playing Colorado tonight. So, like, you get to wear that. So, you got to stop the pucks. And if you don't, oh, well, well, it's only one loss. We don't really care about your goals against average. That was the relief pitcher sticking one out, you know, <laughs> when it's give up seven runs and the manager's just waving at him like, I ain't taking you out. Just figure it out. We're going to lose this game. It is what it is and whatever. So, Ten, it was I, a 10 7 final. Yeah, they lost by a field goal, 10-7. <laughs> 17 goals got scored in that yeah. game. I um, mean, that's, that's, a, that's a big 10 football game that we just watched. 
Actually, that sounds like half the Iowa games we did see all season, right? And seven, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, How does that translate into tonight is the question. Like, you know, again, it's a Monday. A lot of the day games mess the whole schedule up. I mean, the whole routine's off. Now we're back to Tuesday. Nice card. I wore the Canadian hat. I got to buy it. This is a Can-Am hockey sweatshirt. Damn. Can-Am is the youth organization established in 1969. It was the first patch that I ever had on a hockey jacket when I was four or five. I got my first hockey jacket, and this patch was on a sleeve. I was up at the practice rink. There was a youth tournament, and I said, what is that? I tried this sweatshirt on. I said, I'll take it. I couldn't wait to wear it on the show for a hockey day, which is today. Vancouver at Colorado, Minnesota at Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. We, we have a whole slate to get through for games. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, I don't even know what to do with that today. We got four games to break down. Vancouver Excellent. at Colorado, Winnipeg at Minnesota, Nashville at Vegas, and Dallas at the Rangers. So we'll get to that a bit in the shit later yeah. in the show on that. Uh, all right. So Justin Fields unfollowed the Bears on all socials. This is the new way of breaking up with people. <laughs> you go ahead and just unfollow them. And and then people go ahead and put this stuff out because if you are a betting person, which a lot of us are, what? the odds are pretty heavy here that Justin Fields will wind up with the Atlanta Falcons. DraftKings has it at minus 130 today. Falcons are the favorite to land in a trade. Justin Fields, your Steelers are number two at plus 350 and then seven to one for the Patriots. Bears at plus 750. Broncos are at 10 to one to round it out here. Do you buy that this is it? The Justin Fields is going to get replaced by Caleb Williams? Done deal? Because he because he unfollowed the Bears and all that stuff? Yep. No. But it's not a good thing. But Kyler Murray did that in Arizona. He did. And then they came back and said, hold on. Hold on. They didn't have the number one pick. Right. So. The, the Bears have as much – I hate when these terms all come up about leverage. Who has more leverage? Do you want to play here or not? Do you want mm-hmm. me to play here or not? It's a very simple question. Each of them should ask each other, have an answer, and then just go. Answers no. I think both. he's out. I think he's out, yes. Pittsburgh? No, Atlanta. You believe that nonsense? I do. I think Atlanta – he followed three players. I think it makes total sense. Atlanta needs a quarterback. They can't draft a quarterback. They just drafted one in the second round. They just proved that they can't do it. They can't evaluate properly. So now they need a quarterback. Yes, I, I think it's it makes perfect sense. Bijan Robinson, I don't care if he's following him. I don't care these file following Pitts. I don't care if he's following Drake London. That's the everyone saying he unfollowed the Bears and he's following a bunch of receivers for and running backs for the Falcons. So that's what I think the Falcons would be a good fit, but I think it's a good fit anyway. They need a quarterback. They don't have one in the building. Is there a tie to the coach? No, but it's just you. Where need... did Atlanta coach come from? Oh goodness gracious! You're gonna. I, I don't know. I know off the top of my head, I can't remember who half the coaches are that got named. Right. To be perfectly honest, Raheem Morris is a new head from. So he was with. He's a Rams defensive coordinator. So there's no offense really there, but it's there's no tie there. It just makes sense from a. Strategic standpoint, the way standpoint, it's a, it's a good signing. I yeah. think, he, I mean, he's going to be excellent. I think indoors with weapons, 
You know, they, they got to protect him, but at least he can still run. He hasn't had a major injury. Like, what do the Bears want back? Like, the question's going to be is like, okay, you took Justin Fields really high. What what do you want in return for him? Because he wants a big contract. So, like, if you trade him, he's got year four, year five. Oh, Nikki Ceramello said he's from Georgia, too. Oh, that's right. He is from Georgia. That's right. He is from Georgia. Isn't Fields from Georgia? He is from Georgia. I mean, Thanks, what would, this is a great question. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what you would trade because you mentioned leverage. I mean, realistically, the Falcons have most of the leverage in that situation. They need to move off their quarterback and get something back for him. And I don't know how many people are clamoring to go and trade unless your Steelers want him. Do you want him in Pittsburgh? Well, I would take him to come compete for the job and, you know, make. I don't think Pickett's ready to just run the team yet. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, needs to be kind of just let's figure this out type thing. And I don't know how hurt he really was, like how ready he is to come back and all that other stuff. Having a guy who's done it, who's mobile, would be great for Pittsburgh. I think it'd be all I, – I'm good with him. He's a mutter. He played at Ohio State. He can play in the weather. Yeah. I'm, you know, he played in Chicago. It wasn't really a problem. I'm good with all of it. Um, it's wild. I'm with you. I like it a lot in Pittsburgh, but I like it more in, with, with the Falcons. I think either one's good for him. Do you buy I the idea that with the bears is not that bad? No, it's dead. No, you can't pass up on the first pick overall in back-to-back -back years. You can't do that. You have to take a court. You have to use the pick. Like you, you, you want to never be back in this spot ever again. If you can avoid it, like you had it last year, you have it this year. You were fortuitous. You were smart with your, the way you maneuvered to get the Carolina Panthers pick. They stink. They stunk last year. So you get the first pick again. You got them. You have to, you have no choice. I just think it's weird that the Steelers, there's reports out of Pittsburgh that they're only going to do use internal options. They're not interested in going outside. For quarterback? Yeah. So it's Rudolph and Pickett, and they're going yeah. to sign a guy to come in third to just sit there. In case I mean, they it, both go yeah, down. they only want those two guys competing for the job. There's no desire to go outside of the organization and bring somebody in. Now, that could be a smokescreen and public negotiations, you know, with making people in Chicago think that they don't want him. But, mm. I mean, I remember Cordell Stewart. He was tremendous in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Oh, Slash was that was a fun time. So they were doing all kinds of fun stuff on offense, man. That was great. Um oh, Nikki said it in the chat. There's rumors that the Steelers are gonna get Russell Wilson. That's not really real, is it? That's, I don't think so. This is lying season. It's I mean it's lying season. But why I mean, play that out, right? If you if you're if you're Pittsburgh, do you think you can win right now? You only get Wilson if you think you can win right now. Can you beat the Chiefs? You have to beat the Ravens first. Okay. So you have two big problems. You have to beat the Ravens. <laughs> you know, you beat the Ravens both times you played them in a in his regular season. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, the Steelers think they can win a division. Yes, with a quarterback. Yes, they would sign him and say, don't mess it up. Go win us a couple games that we need to win, but don't mess it up. This kid's going to sit behind you and learn. You got a year. I mean, that's why they would do it. Do I want to see that? No. I agree. Oh, no, probably not. The Bengals <laughs> have been the team that just 
Saints Burrow showed up. The Bengals are back, baby. I like the Bengals a lot next year. And that's why I wouldn't sign Russell Wilson. I wouldn't make that move. I mean, his contract is stupid. Like the Broncos are going to eat. Wait, wait, wait. If they take him, they got to pay that deal. They can't renegotiate. It's his contract. I mean, you could do, you could ask him to renegotiate, I guess, but like, oh, they can't sign him for that. They never, Pittsburgh's never going to do that. I mean, all that money. The question is going to be, is Denver cutting him? Denver cuts him. Then yeah, Denver owes him all that money. You guys can sign him for a lot less, but you got to cut him first. (laughs) You cut him. He can go anywhere. So you want to guarantee it. No way. Would Kirk Cousins work in Pittsburgh? Is he back? Is he fully healthy? Uh, I don't know. Can't uh, sign a guy. Right. I I can't. I got to know. So would it work if he's 100% healthy? I'd take my shot. Yeah, veteran guy. I just, I mean... (laughs) I see so many bad weather games in November, December. Right. Cousins worries me. Taking care of the ball. I played a lot of those games in the Dome, Minnesota. Every time he went to Green Bay or Chicago, it felt like it was a problem. I don't know if he's the guy. I can't wait to see this. y'all. This offseason is going to be so interesting just because of the quarterback carousel that's going to happen. Because like everyone outside of New England – there's a lot of people that want Mac Jones. There's a lot of people who are saying he's going to get traded or he may go back to the, to the Patriots. You traded have also to who, who, who wants Mac Jones outside of new England? Suppose, I mean, the Falcons have been mentioned as a team that would, would, would want him have him go back to the South. I'm with you. I, I miss I'm, look. I'm they with got you. him. They got Ritter. That's just, I mean, I'm not that same. No, he's a better same. Ritter can't throw. Ritter can run. Ritter's problem is he can't throw. That's their issue. He's an athlete. Mac Jones is the exact opposite. <laughs> He's Matt Ryan 2.0. He's going to stand there and get hit. So look, oh Nicholas, I'm with you, man, but you better prep for this. <laughs> you, you just, you, you better prep for this. I'm telling you, I don't want you to break your screen. Don't, don't break, break your computer. But I, 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 I think Mac Jones is very well going to stay. It's a decent point. Mac can't throw or run. It's a decent point, but he did. He was in the Pro Bowl his rookie year, okay? So, yes, that's the thought, E. Eric, draft Marvin Harrison, run it back with Mac. Fine. But, I, I, I mean, yes, he. and this is the answer everyone says. He had no one to throw to. He had no offensive line. It wasn't Mac Jones' fault. I don't know. I'm not sure I can agree with that comment. Uh, I mean, there's there's a point. That, I mean, they didn't have a wide receiver that could get open in the NFL. Did not. Very true. That's 100%. It's 100% true. Because this, look, Chef Benny, Max stinks. Eric, name one receiver on the Pat team. He's a, you're both right. Okay. You're both <laughs> correct on this. But I mean, this is like literally how do you see the glass? Half empty, half full. There's, and I, I really do think that Gerard Mayo sees it as a half full. That I think he's like, all right, let's see what this kid can do. New offensive coordinator coming in. Let's see what he can do. Let's draft some wide receivers. Let's go sign some players. The, the Patriots have a lot of money in free agency to go and do it. Or they could go and trade for Justin Fields. I mean, they've got the ability to give him an extension if they wanted to. Justin Fields could wind up with the Patriots. That's why he's on the list mm. as potential targets, potential landing spots for the Patriots. But uh, look, 
Russell Wilson looks like he's done. He may go, he may go find himself somewhere. I can't believe that the Steelers in TJ Watts prime are going to wait for Kenny Pickett. Like that's surprising to me. I would go, if I were the Steelers, I would go get Justin Fields because you have two really good wide receivers. You have a very good tight end. You have two good running backs and you have arguably the best defensive player in the game. But you have to take advantage of what you've got. I mean, it all makes sense. Who's calling a place? Fair. (laughs) Just, just, can we figure out who's calling a place? That's where it's got to start and start calling a place for all this personnel. It's right there. Somebody needs to tell me when did this, when did this start? Sorry, that was the wrong thing. It moved on me. Uh, When did the Bo Nix to the Patriots thing start? Oh, I heard the same thing. Where did this come from? Because I don't know. Is it just because he's like a white quarterback that might where, where did this come from that Bo Nix is going to, because it's in, it's in the water in new England. They're saying draft in the first round, Marvin Harrison Jr. Take Bo Nix at the top of the second round to play quarterback. Take an offensive lineman in the third round and then go to work. I'm like, where did this come from? Like everyone playing pocket GM and going ahead and saying that Bo Nix is Wait, going to be a playing what <laughs> pocket, you know, in, 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 <laughs> not pocket pool, pocket GM. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, pocket games. Yes. Uh, I thought, what did he so, just say? Pocket pool? No, pocket GM. Yeah, pocket GM. Look, Jacoby was drafted in New England. Yes, he was. They didn't sign him. There were a million dollars in difference. And we learned during the week of the Super Bowl, he said it publicly. Patriots were a million dollars short of what the Raiders offered him. I would have left two. It's a million, a million dollars. Bonick's going Fields come to come to the Raiders. Oh, I love that idea. Yes. But are they going to, they need their draft capital. They need a lot of help. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be interested in trading away draft picks and then paying Justin Fields. Justin Fields here will be fun. Right. I mean, talk about a weapon. I just want a quarterback. I just want a good quarterback to play while Devontae Adams is not so pissed off that he wants to leave. Like he's pissed off here. <laughs> like he he's going to demand a trade at some point. So like, let's figure this out. Like let's get him a quarterback worth something or trade him to the jets. Let's give him what he wants. Get a, get a lion share back at five first round picks, whatever you want back or is get him this, a good quarterback. It is. Is um is Vegas ready for the Raiders to be good? Yes, like good. Yes, but they're not anywhere near close to being that. Right. I mean, if they got a quarterback worth something, I'm not saying JJ. I'm not saying that Justin Fields is that guy. But if they got a quarterback, like a legitimate, full, like you know, all pro type quarterback, yeah. Instead, they've it's had Jimmy G. On ESPN right now, by the way, it's called Smart Money with Tyler on the uh, on the NBA. Do you want to do the, on the NBA? On the NBA. On NBA. On NBA today. We're not playing game for two more days. Smart Money with Tyler. <laughs> God bless him. I love Tyler. But uh, gotta have good segments, P-Roll. I'm just saying, segments for the purpose of segments, not good. Mm. smart money smart money 
has Fields going there. Whoa, Eric. I, Drake May is like Justin Herbert 2.0. Is that a comp, is that a compliment? Because I like Justin Herbert a lot. Right. That's I mean that's elevating him already. I I mean look I Whoa. I'm a big big fan Whoa. of Drake May. I've been on the record for months now. I like Drake May more than most. I love his mobility. I like his arm strength. I like his timing. Right. When he plays with top level receivers, he showed what he can do in both last last year and this year. Took a step back because two of his first round pick wideouts weren't there this year, but he still product was productive. Tez Walker, once he got cleared, he put up big numbers when he got Tez Walker on the field. So I like Drake May a lot as the number two or number three quarterback. It just sounds like there's all this momentum for number one, Caleb Williams, number two, Jaden Daniels. And so then number three, the Patriots would have to think about drafting Drake May. And I don't know if he fits what the Patriots are going to be doing or looking to do. Don't yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Drake may, you can't put him in the same, not yet. That's, that's high praise for Justin Herbert is a really good quarterback. <laughs> I mean, Justin Herbert just has played with a dunce for a head coach for too many years. He finally has a real coach now. Yeah. I can't wait to see what Harbaugh does with him. They're going to be fun. Just stay healthy, please. Everyone in LA for the Chargers, just stay healthy. They're going to change everything. They're going to change everything. They're not gonna, he got hit a lot. He ain't going to get touched. Is that a bad thing? Harbaugh. No, I, I think the Chargers getting Harbaugh. Harbaugh being a quarterback and yep. coaching the way he did, he understands the importance of making sure the guy don't get touched or minimal mm. hit. So he's going to run the ball. He's going to protect him. I think it's only he's going to elongate his career. I think it's going to improve everything for the Chargers. I mean, you know, they just got to find a, a couple more offensive linemen to help all of this. That's that's going to be an issue. But you know, I, I think they're going to turn around quick. The Chargers stock is going up for real. Like it's no more. Oh, yeah. Herbert cute. looks the part. All of a sudden, cute this is Herbert. real now. This is going to defense is going to get better. Yep. They're coming, Chiefs. They're coming. I, I hope Chiefs. so. I they got to stay healthy, but they have so much darn talent with Bosa and James and everybody else on the defense. Like I hope, I hope that they are there. It's funny because I've been watching the Dynasty on Apple Apple TV. Ernie Adams was talking about the decision to pull Bledsoe Bledsoe and play Brady. And he compared, he goes, because when I watched film of Drew Bledsoe later in his career, he looked like a wildebeest worried about the lions charging. And he Ooh. constantly pulled the, he constantly pulled the ball down, constantly pulled the ball down because he had been hit so much. He was drafted in 93. <laughs> he was hit all 93, all 94, all right. 95 in 96. They went to the super bowl, but still behind like an okay offensive line. 97, 98, 99, hit, 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 constantly got hit. So by the time they got to 2000 and they drafted Brady, Brady was willing to stand in there and take the hit to complete the pass. Bledsoe wasn't. So while everything was about the $100 million contract and everything else, Ernie Adams was like, it was pretty easy. It was Tom would take the hit, Drew wouldn't. <laughs> so like that's what ultimately caused Belichick to go with Brady. 
in in the in the in the first championship series. You just wonder about Herbert and how much he's been hit, and that residual effect over and over and over again. Can he still live up to the potential that we all have for him, given the contact he's taken over it's the one years? One of the biggest things I think, and again, I'm not a draft guru, and you're right, Nikki Ciramello. I went on record as saying I don't want to talk about the draft. And we're talking about the damn draft and different things right now, of course. But one of the biggest attributes you have to have to play quarterback in the NFL is the ability to get hit in the mouth and get up and do it again and then do it again. And once you're able to do that and keep showing up, that's one. Keep getting up and making plays, too. But now you get a running game and you get a couple tackles, big-ass walls that are going to protect you so you can actually stand there or step up and make throws or hold it that extra beat and throw it, that's huge. I I just I think it's it's the, the, the Chargers stock is going up. I don't know where Fields is going. I don't think he's going to Pittsburgh. I wouldn't no. mind it, though. I think Pittsburgh's – I think – look – these uh, DraftKings has the market up. Okay, it's minus one thirty to go to the go to the Falcons, plus three fifty to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and up from there. Do with that with They're what literally you want. just guessing. Probably so. Probably so. But interesting. Harrison goes three. Atlanta trades up to four with Arizona and takes Daniels. There's no way that Jaden Daniels is falling e to four. Like there's no way Jaden Daniels, if he's there at two, someone's either trading up to get him at two or he's being taken at two. And if not, the Patriots will take him at three. I'd be stunned if he'd fall out of the top two. His stock is so high right now. There's so many people falling over themselves. Now it doesn't mean Jaden Daniels is going to be great. Okay. I I've lived through plenty of bust first round. I mean, we've seen them all to Marcus Russell and the rest of them. We've seen all these quarterbacks come in with all this love and hype and here he comes. He's going to set the world on fire and they fall flat on their face. And you get guys who get drafted, you know, in the late part of the first round guys who get drafted in the second round that live up to the hype and perform great. So you really never know. Drake may I'm going to bet you right now, Eric. Okay. Me and you, Drake Whoa. May will be taken below Jaden Daniels. Wow. I, I'll tell you, we, we, we can name the bet if you want, but I'm telling you right now, bud, I love Drake May, okay? Did you just go bud on him? Yes. I love him. Don't but- do that, bud. That's the worst one. You can call me home slice. You can call me brother, cuz, <laughs> all that other stuff. When you bud me, I get that one. It just that irks the out of me. I- Eric, if you're right, hey, bud, I, I will tip my cap to you, and it'd be an awesome call. Get to me! I just can't see it. Stick to did, your guns, e. Did you see the last four games for Drake May at North Carolina? Did you see what happened in those games? Did you see how he played in those games? There's a big worry about what if you put Drake May on a bad team, Uh-oh. can Drake May elevate the play of everybody else around him? There's a big question. Drake may might be a great quarterback to stick into a team that's already built and they need a quarterback like the Falcons. What happened to you? You were Drake May's publicist. I love Drake May, but I know look at the, if you look at the defenses just on the metrics as to who LSU faced versus who North Carolina faced, Uh it's not even fair. It's not even a fair conversation. I mean, Jaden Daniels, his, 
his stats and his play at LSU last year, comparatively for what Drake may did at North Carolina is not really fair. Now, again, where did Ben Roethlisberger play? <laughs> he played in the Mac. So it doesn't, Miami you know, over Ohio. right. You don't always have to have really high, high levels. And yes, it's a fair point. Daniels played with uh, for two first round wide receivers. Once, once Tez Walker became eligible, that's one first round wide receiver for North Carolina. They had one. He had two the year prior and he put up big numbers. As Dave just said, I'm basically Drake May's publicist. I bet him to win the Heisman. I love Drake May. You did. Drake May is not getting drafted before Jaden Daniels. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't see it. It'll be, oh. there's just too much of the quote pundits out there. And all that matters is the GM who holds the second pick and whoever trades there holds it now. And, you know, to make that pick, to make it happen. But Washington mm, has it. Right I know, now, right? but Washington may could end up being Trey Lance. Nah, Trey Lance didn't play. Ooh. He Trey Lance oh, played eight games in college. Geez. He played eight games in college. Drake may played three full Joel. seasons, put up big oh. numbers. He was the first quarterback in ACC history to be the ACC rookie of the year and the offensive player of the year in the same year. No quarterbacks ever done that before. So, yeah, he walked right in and set the roll on fire instantaneously. Instantaneously. So, okay. Identical. Right in. Uh, this is interesting. According to Jeff Passan, the two teams that Major League Baseball for expansion are seem to be an inevitability, Nashville and Salt Lake City. We'll be getting these two teams when baseball wants to expand. Whoa, 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 whoa. Expansion? Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Salt Lake gets a team expansion-wise? Send the A's there and let us expand. That's what my tweet said this morning. I said, I was busy with the meeting. I didn't see. I, I said, they so want it. I, I would have given you credit. I just fine. thought of that right now. I said the exact same thing. I said, okay, that's great. You want to expand? Awesome. Salt Lake, you take the A's. Please take them. They're all you. We'll, take, it. we'll take expansion and yes. give us some extra time to get ready to build a ballpark and right. start play like in 2030. Makes perfect and total sense. Well, Nashville makes a ton of sense. Nashville has been a very big supporter of the AAA affiliate for the Cardinals, I believe, for a long sounds, time. The Nashville Sounds. Yeah, they've been a huge market, and they want more pro sports. They want more big four pro sports. They've been great with the Predators, awesome with the Titans. They want a third, 100%. Basketball won't work there. Give them, give them baseball, 100%. So I get Nashville. Salt Lake is an interesting idea. I think the A's going there makes a lot of sense because there's a history. I think Salt Lake actually would benefit from a team that has history versus us, which I don't think we do benefit from having a team that has history. Uh, I mean, the history like the A's right now? Just they have a brand awareness. Like the Salt Lake A's makes more sense to me. Salt Lake B's have been one of the best AAA franchises in baseball history. Right. But you go and give them baseball. You give them Salt Lake. It'll, I'm not saying it won't work. Baseball will work there. I'm just saying I think it's more, and the team has already been established. I think it's easier. That's what happened with the Jazz. Jazz were in New Orleans. There's no black people in Utah. <laughs> Utah Jazz is the most ironic. It's, it's the most ironic name ever. It's an African-American musical tribute <laughs> going to the whitest state in America. <laughs> It's very strange. It's a Utah jazz, but 
sure. <laughs> we, we all just kind of gloss over it and you go, oh yeah, that, that's normal. It ain't normal. It's just not normal. So like, I think the A's going up there, I think it actually would help to have an established team to go there, to have history, to have Selfishly, players. Selfishly, I want an expansion team here because I think they'll they'll be more. It'll be better. But like, not even a, not even a debate. Once a debate. Once is once an expansion team for the same reasons. Why? They get their own team. It'll be gigantic. Yeah. They'll come they, from all over the never state had to come it, watch though. that. They team. never had it all over the state. Where like, you tell us less people than we do, but but it's it's I'm you just know, saying. <laughs> like they I really want expansion here for baseball, and this would be the awesome, beautiful opportunity because because Salt Lake is desperate for it. They really want it like right now. Give it to them. Give them one, because nice we talked to the go in the summer because we talked to the we talked to the guy. The head guy here in Vegas. He told us. He sat down on our show, looked us right in the eye, and said, "It's done." I'll, I'll get. I'll get to that today. Last night, I put up three interviews. I put up three more tonight. I'll get to the. I'm trying to put up as many of the radio row interviews that we did. I'm, I got to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I need to get Thursday and Friday up on our YouTube channel. But so hopefully, get to that. Can we? I think we had them on Thursday, right? Or Friday. or Friday. Yeah. So I, I hopefully I'll have that up so you guys can, and I'll pull a clip of it. Maybe I'll play it tomorrow on the show where he said it's done. Wait, we can play our own clips on our show. We can. We actually own it. It's amazing. Nice. Uh, he We're going to start it. doing it. He said it was done. He said it was done. Well, it, look this right in the eye. I said, oh, really? Remember, I leaned over like this. I said, oh. He said, oh, yeah. That was easy. That was done. We still oh. haven't seen a rendering of the ballpark that actually <laughs> makes sense. We still haven't seen That's what the ballpark. It's nine acres. They're trying to build a ballpark on nine acres, and we haven't seen what the ballpark is going to look like. The latest from the A's is that they're not even going to offer parking. No. They're literally saying, you're on your own. I mean, at least there were two. there's 2,000 places to park around the stadium at Allegiant. That's not a lot for a 60,000-seat um, oh, stadium. I there was a total of 10, total of 10,000 spots around Allegiant. It's what? eight to ten. It's like eight to ten thousand spots, but there's there's supposed to be like thirty. Oh, because oh, so you're talking about the private lots then, not the, on the other. Yeah, the whole okay. side. Oh, okay, of, okay. Yeah. There's not eight, right. there's not ten thousand lots inside the ballpark inside the stadium. You're talking about everything around it. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, because yeah. the back end, yes, there are there are private lots out there, and there's lots on the side. The tailgating lots are on the side. I thought that was two thousand, but yeah, I could you include all that? Yeah, if I I can see eight to ten thousand. They're just saying no. <laughs> They're just, just saying, if you drive here, you're on your own. Like, wh where am I going to park? It's a commuter ballpark. Fine. <laughs> it's like, like a commuter school. It's a commuter ballpark. Commuter ballpark. You can come watch, but you can't drive here. Yeah, that's the only way you can get here. Is <laughs> that's tremendous? You know, I mean, I guess that's the way they were in the fifties, right? Like the Brooklyn Dodgers. They didn't have no Fenway. To park, Fenway Park right? is still like that right now. There's nowhere to park you know? at Fenway. Old Yankee Stadium. Everybody took the. Uh, so in 2024, when this ballpark opens back. in 2028, we're going back to 1908. Don't make we're, no sense. We're going back to the horse and buggy times when nobody had cars and go, you know, that way of getting here. I don't know. Figure it out. Like we, we want you to come here, but because you know what it does, it allows all the MGM properties to charge you 50 bucks to park. Correct. And, and everyone, the biggest scam in Vegas right oh, now, boy. guys, tell them the, the biggest scam event is parking, event parking in the casinos, whether you're going to set event or not. 
$30, but I'm not going to the event. Don't matter. You want to park here? 30 bucks. I'm only going in for an hour. Doesn't matter. 30 bucks. Really? Everyone. Yeah. Every person coming here gets event parking, whether I'm going to the event or not. Yep. Well, that's a hell of a racket. I, uh, I refused to pay event parking the last time I went somewhere. I said, listen, I got this card. I live here and I'm going to be less than an hour. What'd they say? I'm going to park here and I'm, I'm out longer than that. I will give you cash. I'm not paying. I'm not going backwards either. So you decide right now whether you want me in or out of this lot. This kid looked at me and he was like, but, and I said, it's your choice. Just tell me now. He goes, fine, go ahead. And I went in. I didn't pay it. So I got wow. lucky. I don't know, but I, I was like, there's no way this is, this is, they get them out front. They don't take cash. They, it's it's card only, event parking. No, I'm not going to the event. Say all, all the same things. That's the biggest one of them things that gets me pissed. So if you go to, if you park, last time I did it, I was going to Flight Club, the Dart Bar, the Dart Bar in Venetian. And oh, they got me there. They, but once you're in there, you're stuck. So I, I drove in and, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to the bar. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to you too. They're like, yeah, $30. I was like, but I'm a local. They're like, doesn't matter. I'm like, you charge everyone. They're like, yeah, we charge everyone. I looked at the guy, I was like, Really? He's like, I get it every night. I'm really sorry. It's my job. I, I just, it's, I'm sorry. I, I agree. I live here too. I agree. It's like, okay, two hours. If you go to an MGM property, at least they give locals three hours for three free. hours. You get, and, and that's what it should be. If, if three hours. Three hours. That I, and even though I hate paying, at least I give MGM credit for that. That if you're a local and you have a Nevada license, it's three hours for free. And then they charge you. And that's Correct. good because I know I got to be out there in three hours. Right. But I'm rarely at a property longer than three hours. Like it's rare. Well, so, especially when I know I'm on the clock for 20. They're going to get me for 20. Yeah. I set my phone alarm two hours and 15 minutes. Right. To the, get out. Oh, what's that? I got to go. Where are you going? Home. I got to get the car out. It burns my ass to pay the 20. I agree. Me too. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so the A's, speaking of the A's, Oakland A's currently have a win total of 56 and a half. That is the lowest for a win total of any major league baseball team since at least 1990. <laughs> 1990. Yeah. You're betting over or under 56 wins for the Oakland was A's. It in 1990. That's the question. <laughs> trying to think who that was. Montreal Expos? Who was really bad in who 1990? Was the 1990, really, really bad team. I don't know. That was the year the Pirates won the first division. 90, 91, 92. You went over under 56 wins for the A's. I listen, we watched a ton of A's baseball here in this house last year. Mm -hmm. The girls loved, they went to, I don't know, 35 aviators games. So they knew the kids. Um, Zach Geloff, <laughs> Roger. I mean, um, we're, we're in Vegas, dude. Street parking is the strip. There's no street parking on the strip. There's no street parking on the strip. No, those days are done, Rog. <laughs> um, so I saw a lot of A's baseball. Mm -hmm. Geloff, is, uh, I bet his props over. 
Okay. Talk of him being a 2020 guy. He's the best player on wow. the team. One of the best players on the team. The pitching staff is atrocious. Going to win 60 games. I mean, but 60 in 102. Okay, that's that could happen. 55 in 107. I guess that could happen too. They're not winning more than 60. So the number's great. The the uh Oakland A's last year on the run line were 77 and 85. Covering the run line. That's plus money. I mean, that made you money. Yeah. That a hundred percent made you money. Bet every it's game on the run line. Bad. Yeah. 47.5% of the time they, they covered. Jeez. Thanks, E. He's producing a show. He's not even working on the clock for us right now. But Atlanta was the worst team in 1990 with 65. Yeah, wins, but what was right? the pre? Yankees. What was the pre though? That, that that was the post after the year. Going into the year, what was the lowest? This is a projection, not the actual. Yeah, I was just trying to think who was the worst team. I, I remember when the Yankees were bad. That's fun. It was the Yankees were really, <laughs> really a bad team. Yeah. Uh, thanks, LL. Yeah, that was fun. Yankees were terrible. Funny enough, the A's were the best team. How about that? Damn right they were. <laughs> Canseco, Eckersley. They just come off of 88, losing to the Dodgers. They won in 89. Hey, oh, oh, pause one second. They're here. Hold on, hold on. Oh, go do your thing. Perfect. Headphones out. Now it's just us, boys and girls. Talk about baseball. Talk about all that. He's been worried about this stove for a little while. I mean, it's tough when you got to have other people come in and, you know, schedule these things and they don't understand we're doing the shows from home. They don't understand none of this stuff. They try to tell people that we got people from all over the United States come and watch us do the show or talk to us. It's tremendous. Um, where were you in 1990? Half of you weren't even born. Jeez, that's alarming. I, I was at Penn State sophomore year, finished up, got an internship at KDK in Pittsburgh, and got to sit and watch every Pirate game that summer, along with all the other games. It's the first year I learned how to log baseball games, cut highlights, all that other stuff. Went back, changed my major to broadcast journalism, and the rest is history. Where were you in 1990? Oh, God, Sports Avenger. I was born in 1990. Pierre Chevalier just started high school, grade nine. Jay Dow Betts was born in October of 1990. Man, oh, man, we got some youngins here. I love you guys. The Juice was in eighth grade in 1993. Well, that's not what I asked, the Juice. I said 1990. So you were in fifth grade. Grand Salami today, Addison. Got to be over, right? New Jersey, Washington, that's an over game. Ottawa, Florida, an over game. Dallas Rangers, I like over. They're betting under. Let them. Islanders, Pittsburgh's an under. I'm here. I'll be right back. All right, take your time. The cat is missing. <laughs> God. I hope it's gone. Don't tell him. Cat drives his crazy. But Maddie will be so upset if that cat's gone. Uh, Minnesota, Winnipeg's an over. 
Let him bet that under. Vancouver, Colorado, I think's another over. But he said this morning on Wager Talk, Prez and Teddy, Prez especially because Teddy doesn't really do hockey, but he said that game's going under because they blew their wad last night. Okay. Nashville, Vegas, dead under. Favorite play today. That's an under. And Columbus and L.A. over. So way more overs than unders. So, yeah, that's uh, that's probably a good call. Salami over. Salami, boys and girls, if you don't know, total goals scored in all the games combined. The number right now is 50 and a half over. That number is pretty sharp, though, day to day. Not yesterday. Yesterday got destroyed. 1998, baby, for Jordan Brown. Born. Oh, my goodness. Daniel G, born in 1996. Where can you bet the Grand Salami? Got to check around. You can do it in town. Local books in Vegas put it up. Fun bet. We used to put it up every day. Um, do odds makers strictly use models to make lines? No. Listen, there's not a lot of guys doing it anymore. They devalue the the, the profession. Sorry, Will. Everybody says nobody knows shit. I say that, but the bosses will tell you you don't know shit either. Just use the use the computers or you know compile ten lines and. Use an average. There's an art to it. There's, you know, used to do it literally by hand every day. So I don't know. There's more to, there's more to it than that. Some people use nothing but computers and spreadsheets and come up with models, you know, and other people have their model pictures like Keith Irizarry did last week and held them up and said, this is my model. So, um, Favorite hat besides the noggin hat. Noggin hat is one of my top of all time. I don't know. I love the fedora. I think I'm going to have to get a BBB fedora made at some point. Um, I don't know, man. I got so many. This one turns heads every time I wear it. Uh, I like the white pop that it has. So I don't know. Everything okay? Fine, the cat's missing, but whatever. Well, why don't you look around for the cat? What do you think I've been doing for the last five minutes? I've been going all over the place. I, just, I, whenever somebody comes in, like big people come in, the cat runs and hides, but like they always leave the door open. So, <laughs> do you think the cat made a break for it? I don't think so, but I don't know so. And it's, I mean, I, is I the like cat smart enough to come back or is it gone? Gone. It's raining. So I think the cat will stay inside because it's raining, but I don't look the way I am with this animal. If he wants to run, have at it. <laughs> it's just, my daughter will freak out. If the it's not for me, it's for my kid. She'll lose her mind. He always like comes out from somewhere. Like he runs and hides somewhere, but I saw him and then I heard the guys and I was like, I went to go grab him and he ran. And I was like, okay, got to get the door. So then I got the door and then away we go. So sorry about that. They're like, what are you doing? And I was, I was like, I'm um, doing sports, a sports talk show. They're like, you are? I'm like, yeah. Did you ask him for a play? <laughs> I did not because they're, they're, they're very busy at go the moment. Go back up and ask him for a play. Once they're done, I'll, I'll go by. I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to have to go and sign some paperwork or something once they get everything. How they long did they give you for the time? I have no idea how long that's going to take. <laughs> they got to take the first stove is enormous. They got to get that thing out first. 
Then the second is they got to take, they got to get the box undone and then put the new one in. So it's going to be a lot. in the chat wanted to know if, if you could put up a poll, is the cat in the house or out of the house? I think the cat's in the house. I, oh, I would vote. I would vote. Would minus, make it in minus two eighty. Yeah, minus two fifty. I think. I think the cat's in the house, but I don't know the cat's in the house. What's so, the cat's name? Marshmallow. Oh, your daughter, if Marshmallow is not there when she comes home, she's not going to be happy with you. Nope. <laughs> That's going to be a real issue. But I mean, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, we're on live, and you know, I, I can't run around and find. There's a million places that cat could be hiding. And normally the cat just comes out after the commotion calms down. The cat then comes out. So I've thought mm-hmm. the cat has run away like 15 times yesterday. I thought the cat ran away. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, a, it's not an, an abnormal thing for the, for the cat. So anyways, enough on that. Uh, we were talking about the A's, the A's. We're on baseball, but now yeah. we get to bring back our old, our old friend. Our old friend has been a little bit of a different spin, but it's, it's kind of tough. Otani watch is back. Otani <laughs> watch is back. Home run in BP. Live BP. Not like, here you go, Shohei. Real pitching. Towering home run off of a reliever for the Dodgers. How many home runs does Shohei hit this year? Make a number, sir. He's playing. That I heard today he's going to play opening day. Didn't think that was actually going to happen. Make the number. So how many home? How many home runs? High thirties. Wow, that low. Well, I I, I don't know his health. Whoo, high thirties. It's not a good year if he hits thirty eight. Ah. Uh, I mean, as being just a, a hitter, I don't know. Hold on. They, they, they're asking me 35 for months last year with a pitcher. They're asking me, hold on. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they found the cat. Hello, sir. Your cat is up against me right now. Marshmallow. Marshmallow. You better find that cat. Otherwise, the show may be over. Boys, May 2nd and 3rd. I think it's a Thursday, Friday. No, 3rd and 4th, I think. Can't remember. It's the first two days. First Thursday and Friday in May, Midwest. This is now officially a complete comedy of errors. Can I go over this real fast? What just happened? <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, no. My stove has been broken for a month. We've waited for a month to get the thing delivered. thought you said it was two weeks. No, the stove has been broken for a month. Oh, it God. was two weeks to get the thing actually delivered. Okay. What after- happened? Because the first, what happened was the first guy came a month ago to say, hey, this is broken. We can't right. fix this. Right. The, the stove is no longer being used. There's no parts to fix this. Okay. Waited two weeks to figure out how, what, when are they going to go ahead and replace it? Yes, they're going to replace it. Okay. <laughs> then no, they decide to order it, which was going to take two weeks. They delivered it, but the guy said, 
I don't install these things. Right. So like, it's been sitting in the garage. So it's been in the garage. These guys just came in yep. and said, took one look at the stove, pulled it out and said, huh. Went downstairs, looked at the garage, looked at the box, looked at the stove, just came back upstairs and says, we got two problems. I'm like, what's that? He goes, one, we don't do, we don't do installs like this. And number two, that's the wrong size stove. Oh, that no. That won't fit. Go, no. That stove is too small. I was like, okay, this is turning into just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> like, I, I can't cook. Like, guys, I, I haven't cooked on my stove for a month. Like, I need a stove. Not my air fryer is getting an absolute crazy workout. I need a stove, guys. Like, we're a month in now. So, what are we doing? Yeah. I don't know. Like, so, I mean, what are we doing? I'm like, who do who, I call? Like, like, I'll call the guy back and explain what's going on. I'm like, who's in, who ordered this? Like, it's like, I don't know. I'm like, who came out and measured this? So like the guy came out and measured it and everything. He's like, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. When they bought it, they bought the wrong size. Okay. <laughs> so I'll deal with that after the show. So we should be good to go. They left. Did you find a cat? Nope. Did not find the cat. We'll find a cat later. It's fine. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we, we, we have th- we have 30 minutes left and if the cat's outside the cat's outside he'll deal with it he's come back before he'll be wet and nasty but you know if he's out he's out sorry okay uh uconn tonight college basketball this is the college basketball portion of the show now yes it is sir right. uconn tonight laying three on the road against the creighton blue jays it's now two and a half it's coming down total is 143 and a half <laughs> Addison marshmallow's not in the stove, please. <laughs> That's please. what you do. <laughs> please. That'd when you funny. jumped up, I said, Oh no, the cat came out and attacked the, 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 the I thought immediately they that somebody was I have trouble. an air fryer to use. It's been all been cooking with as an air fryer. Thank God right. I have an air fryer. I mean wouldn't have anyone doing otherwise. Creighton money line. The last time the Creighton Blue Jays beat a national defending national champ was Oklahoma State in 1947. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. That's the last time the Great and Blue Jays. They are... Uh, do we have anyone watching a show that was born in 1947? I don't think we do. Roger Long? Maybe? Uh, I don't think Roger was. I think Roger's a 50s kid. Okay. John Serrett, maybe? Hmm? I don't know. 1947. I asked everybody while you were gone what they were doing in 1990. Oh. You know how many people we have watching a show that were born in 1990? Not You'd be a lot. surprised. How many who were not born or were born? No, who were born in 1990 or later. Oh, yeah, for sure. I believe that for that's sure. That's only 34 years ago. Yeah, that's about, that's a core demo right there. I would say that's our average person. Sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Sarich at 49, Dave. He was born in 1949. Thank you, John. I uh, took nope. a shot. I thought there you were, that's the only one I would uh, that I know of that I would consider. When's less than the Creighton Blue Jays pl- beat number one? The Jays have not had many opportunities to even play the number one team in the country. Right. So, like historically speaking, the, I think the the number the other number I read last night is that they are two and eight against teams coming off of Final Four appearances. That's straight up. So they can still give research guys credit for coming up with these ridiculous things or to chat GPT or whatever. It no, is. I don't know. Bob Anderson who is the SID at Creighton University. Thank you so to him as well. He, he puts together. I like re- UConn. I like the Jays. Outright. I don't know. Money line. Give me plus three. 
It's a, it, it comes down to the, it's a last second shot type deal. The Jays got killed in stores. Coach Mack is six and three all time against Dan Hurley. The Jays, UConn's just a better version of the Creighton Blue Jays. Everything they do, everything that UConn does or the, the Jays do, UConn does, but better. Their big is better. Their guards are better. They rebound better. They shoot better. They're just better. Okay. But I've seen this before with 19,000 people. This is going to be an insane atmosphere. They lost at Seton Hall. We've seen UConn lose on the road in the Big East this year outright. Jays beat Seton Hall at Seton Hall, the place that UConn lost. Tight game. The Jays, all their losses this year are by a combined 28 points. Like when they lose, they're losing by small margins. Butchie just popped in the chat. Welcome back, Butchie. Hope your meeting went well. He said it's two at Pinnacle. So, so I mean, they played it. That's that makes sense. I mean, I'm looking in Vegas. It's still three. Oh, moving right now. You're moving numbers. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Three minus oh four. There we go. Take the I points. Like I agree. agree. Take Let the points. You got yeah. I mean, yes. Take the lead. Take the crowd out of it. True, but this is the thing. Baylor Shireman has been tremendous in the last five games for the Jays. If he keeps playing the way he's playing, that's how they win. Mm-hmm. He's the one guy that's a matchup, not a mismatch, but a problem for UConn. So three-point shooting. I mean, the Jays get 39% of their points from behind the arc. Comes down to the three. They hit their three. Fox Sports won, Bonby has this game tonight. So, I, I mean, it's going to be, oh, three and a half. Wow. <laughs> and it locked as soon as I placed my Mikey. <laughs> nice job, Mikey. Mikey, <laughs> that sucks. Any bet, even if you're getting a good number for five dollars, should just go right through. Yep. What the hell is going on? <laughs> number was Mikey moving. Just got locked <laughs> on a five dollar bet. That's dumb. But look, I you're thought about doing the John Anik thing. Okay. I thought now. I thought about doing the John Anik thing and just betting the three and just laying it with UConn and saying, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to in-game this. Okay. Uh-huh. So I got plus three. I'm going to look for a fast start for the Blue Jays. Get me somewhere into the plus money Ooh. for UConn at some point and then Perfect. try to hedge, try to go in the middle and try to hit it with both and just be either down the so juice. Plus three on one end, you could take plus four or five yeah. on the other at some point and yeah, just sit there just and have it be a close game. It's not a blowout. Like this is no. not UConn blew them out in UConn, you said, right? Killed them. It wasn't even close. Right. This is, I don't think this is, uh, I don't think this is that either way. Yeah. Agreed. No, I agree. And, and you're also selling high on UConn. They just won a game in historic fashion over Marquette. Right. Natural college kids, BMOC, we're defending champs, we're killing everybody. We're unanimous, the first unanimous number one team this season in the AP poll, which is the kiss of death. True. <laughs> like right now, kiss. given what we've seen, winning on the road in college basketball, it's a kiss of death to walk in there as a unanimous number one team in the country. Everyone yes. says you're awesome. Everyone's telling you how great you are. And you go up against a coach, you know, a coach yep. who has your number for the most yep. part on that. You froze. Wow. No, I didn't freeze. I just listened. Did I froze or you froze? You froze. Nobody froze. We're good. There's nothing you froze there. right now. You're frozen right now. I'm That's frozen a, on your screen. I'm not frozen oh, anywhere there else. There we go. You were frozen there for a little bit. There we go. That's good. We got rid of that. Um, 
I just think it's going to be one of those games. The Jays need it. UConn, they don't need it. They're a one seed. They could lose out and they'll be they'll be in a one seed. Jays have a they chance to lose out. I mean, look at their look at their quad one wins. Look at what they are again. What can't lose out? Just saying that where they are. I mean, they are number one, number two on Ken Palm. I, I, I mean, they they are. Everyone is just saying UConn, 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 Do a UConn. Pull. Do a pull. They have UConn five games. Minus three, Creighton plus three. Oh, that's right be now. Good. Because we got Creighton fans that keep coming in and saying roll Jays. <laughs> what is it? Roll J what? Rolls Jays roll or roll Jays. Um, Hell. I forget. It started after I left. I never big understood. Beer night. Big beer night there. Huge beer night. Oh, my goodness. Is it ever a big beer night there? Right. They're going to be selling. Our guy, um, Kelly, is in Hawaii. He was all bummed. He's not going to be there tonight. Mm. He was all excited. He was like, it's down to two and a half. You want to do three or two and a half? Uh, let me click refresh here. One, two, two and a half. And one, two, three, four, five. Five, three. She's three. Okay. Yeah. And see what the people vote. I think we get more dog. I would agree. I mean, it's just the way college basketball has been going. It's a two-point It's a two point win for Kempom, in case you're curious. You come by two. Yeah. Uh, Pinnacle just went to two. Covey, yep, we saw that. Sharpie, I can't put that up on the screen, but that's the best. It's the best T-shirt in college basketball. Yes, <laughs> the B's and the J's, <laughs> and I love them. That's what he said. It's tremendous. I, not this I, heart, I, big heart, heart, nice heart shape. The B and the J. Did they chant that? It's a great T-shirt. Did they did they chant it at the games? No, that would be that would be frowned upon. The Jesuits would not appreciate that. Oh, gotta remember uh, who the gotta remember who the who the teachers are. And you got at Creighton. They're all fathers. They're all priests. <laughs> you can only get away with so much. They really don't like the T-shirt. That T-shirt kind of bothers them. So, yeah, we were uh, we were walking the other day, and Kendall said. I asked her a question. I, I don't even know what I asked her. I can't remember specifically. She goes, yeah, I'm going to Creighton and I'm going to play volleyball and I'm going to major in interior design. Okay. Well, and I was like, you're 10. Kirsten Bernhard Booth. I think it's a, that's a middle name is a friend. She's the head coach of Creighton women's basketball. So we can easily make that connection happen. Yeah. I was just, um, I was like, what? And you know how I'm like, so I hear them when the kids say stuff and I go, wow. Okay. Maybe there was a reason why she went to visit the school when she did walked around like she owned it. And who knows? That would be incredible. But she told me that yesterday or yeah, Monday, Sunday, whichever day it was. I said, wow. And then this game comes up. I guess we're going to have to watch this one. Oh, this will be a, a fun doubt. watch. Oh, without a doubt. Game goes over or under? Over. But I don't know. I can't. I don't, have a, I don't have a solid read on either one. It's like a 75-73 type game. The number is right. It's right there. 
I think UConn can win an under game. I think Creighton's got to win an over game. They won the first game as an under game. It was 62-48 final. UConn. 62-48 was the final of this game in Connecticut? Yeah. Jays couldn't hit the broadside of a 110? Jays couldn't hit a broadside of a barn. They were they couldn't hit anything. So it's going to be a way different game than that. I would agree. Yep. Because the Jays are going to hit threes tonight. So and, and they, they better. That gets the crowd up. That gets everyone jumping up and down. They get all excited. You can send Kendall to the Creighton Volleyball Camp. Little Jays on June 11th to June 13th. You can go for three days. Send it to Omaha. That might be a perfect mother daughter trip. Oh, there you go. Go out to the go out to the go out to the Creighton idea. Creighton team volleyball. Yeah. Check that out. That's a really good idea. All right. Yeah, their their volleyball facilities are unbelievable. Yeah, she saw unbelievable. them. They're unbelievable. She, she saw them. They're super, super nice. And it's a uh they went to the Sweet 16 last year. They were nationally ranked all year. They're not in Nebraska, but they're they're good. They're, they're not like top five program, but they're definitely a lot of investment made in into women's volleyball. Right. At, at Creighton. Okay. It's a cool place to go for sure. Tennessee is laying 12 at Missouri tonight. Totals 147. How bad is Missouri? Bad. 12 on a road bad? Uh, Ken Palm has it as a 14 point win. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing I think is dog. Too Ooh. many points. I don't know. Baylor is at BYU. BYU is laying four. Good game total, here. No? Total great game. Awesome yeah, good, game. Good game here. Um, between this and the Pitt Wake Forest game, I'll be watching. They're actually right next to each Who other. Who do you like in that game? What's that? Who? Pitt and Wake Forest. No, who do you like in that game? Pitt. Me too. What number? Five in a row. They're getting this morning. They were getting seven. Yeah, that's what I got. I got plus seven. I did too. Yeah. I was like, that's too high. Um, they're rolling on the road. They're rolling. Pitt on the road. They're really good. Rolling. They're shooting lights out right now. Like they can win the game. You're getting yep. seven. Yep. But maybe they maybe they sucked us in. I don't know. I I but I thought that game should be four. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's um, what's Ken Palm have that game? Uh, Ken Palm has let's see for Pitt. Um, uh, that is a six point loss. Okay, that's what it's you, gravitated to. You, you get a point. Baylor BYU. You were high on Baylor, off and on in January. Still as high on on. I mean on BYU. I'm high on BYU. BYU. Yeah. BYU? Yep. Wow. <laughs> At one of my books, they locked the Creighton unit. The Creighton UConn games locked right now. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> lot of steam pouring down here. Yeah, they must be watching the show. There's a lot of steam pouring down on that. That's interesting. Huh. So they are like, hold on, pump the brakes. <laughs> we don't like the number. We don't like our number here. Pity's good as long as they don't play Syracuse CBW. Damn it. Um. That's one. NC State seven against Syracuse. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. That's heavy. Thought that was a dog play. I don't know. Baylor BYU. I think is a toss up. Four is an interesting number. One fifty five is an over. It's an over. 
Yeah, I got a better That's number. high. I got and a I better don't. number last night, but was you did you take dog or favorite? Favorite. What was it? Three? Yep. No, three and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, I laid the hook on it. I laid three and a half on it. It's I think uh, that's a very entertaining basketball game, too. And it's it's, it's really an important game, monstrously important for Baylor. I'm sorry, for, for BYU. BYU needs to start, they need to start winning games in the Big 12. There are 500 in the Big 12. Yeah. So yeah. Baylor on the road this year, ATS wise, they're good. They're seven, three, and one. But BYU is they've haven't covered in four straight games. They're back there against the wall. They lost on the road last time out to Oklahoma State. Come back home, short favorite. Need it. BYU needs it. I'm going to ride the home crowd. Uh, and then there's a late night game. You want it. San Diego State on the road against Utah State. This number is now up to two and a half. This is a fun. You want to have a fun late night game? This is awesome. This is a good game. Six o'clock start. Our time. Mm-hmm. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Home team? Yes. San Diego home State team. stinks on the road. ATS wise. Huh. On the road, San Diego State's lost to Nevada, Colorado State, Boise State, and New Mexico in conference. They have one win away from home. Dear goodness. There's there's some really hard basketball games tonight. A really good card. That six o'clock window has has some really interesting games. Maryland, Washington, interesting. TCU, wow. Texas. Pin- Tech. Went to three. I'm on the side of the Pinnacle Boys today. Jeez. Okay. Which game? The Utah State game. This game. I got one and a half last night. Oh. It's now three. <laughs> I think Utah State. I think Utah State. Aggies. Uh, to the NHL, Vancouver's at Colorado. Vancouver just got absolutely smoked right. in their last game. Yep. Turn right around. Oh, here's Colorado, but it's Demko in that. <laughs> Can you back the dog here? Yes. Plus a goal and a half. The game could go to overtime. This You get a really good effort from Vancouver tonight. That doesn't happen again. They don't get blown out. This is a tough game. Yeah, if you take them on, man, six and a half is the total. Right? Mm. What? Over? I don't want under. <laughs> but you know, like I mean, Prez said it earlier today when I did the show. He's like, well, yeah. they blew their wad last night. That's going to go under. I don't think so. Like another over game. Colorado's been lighting people up too. They have, right? You know, mostly I mean, on the road. I like though. Colorado team total over three and a half. Yeah, they're getting four. No, I mean Demko normally doesn't give up four goals. That's not, I mean, that's a lot of goals for him to give up. Catch him on a back-to-back in a game where they gave up 10. Mm-hmm. 15, 10, and 1 at home to the over for Colorado. Yeah, I like over. Uh, and Vancouver is the number one over team in hockey. 29 and 2 to the over. 20 
nine, and two. Wow. Number one road over team in hockey so far is Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. So over six and a half is a, is a good play there. Uh, but then, I mean, Winnipeg and Minnesota, they just played. They're flipping venues. Playing again <laughs> tonight. Right. Here we go. <laughs> what do you make of this one? You get the backup in Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. What Minnesota's live. Yeah. Well, when, one, I, one I, ten I seven last night. Winnipeg, Winnipeg's a favorite. You got it's flurry against Brossois. You got that flipped. Minnesota's Winnipeg's the favorite, minus one forty five. They are? Yeah. They're oh, at home. So, uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, they're at home, but I thought I thought Minnesota was favorite. Sorry. No. Winnipeg's favorite, minus one forty five. Six is the total. Thank you, Stevie Mack. Demko's goals against the average last five games against the Az is four point six. Damn. Thank you, Stevie Mack. Yeah, I like the over in that game more than I like a side. Right. Over six and a half. Yeah, I think Minnesota's live. I like that game over too. A lot of overs today. Well, last night, I mean, <laughs> Grand Salami, easy. Nashville's here tonight. Dead ass under game. Most likely, right? Yeah. Be very surprised if this one goes over. That's six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd be very surprised if this one goes over. Numbers, the- right? Minus 140. You catch Vegas off of back-to-back on the road to here. Mm-hmm. Nashville what didn't play yesterday. Right, they were already here. Right. Wonder if they're hanging out in Lake Las Vegas. No, you know where the teams stay. Apparently, when they come here now, where Red Rock. That's smart. I mean, I would actually, I would stay at Durango, but it's closer, newer. But I get it. I mean, it's got all the amenities you'd want. Red Rock's gorgeous. The rooms are gorgeous. Yeah. Makes total sense. And sometimes they practice right at the rink. That they makes sense. Just walk to practice, wake up, walk to practice, walk back. Is that a, is that allowed? Are you allowed to to use the opposing team's practice, the the home team's practice facility? I think they use the other side, like they use the other rink. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. I've heard. Or they go to the arena, they bust them down, right? Because their equipment's all down there. Rather than bring it to the practice rink, they go practice down there, morning skate. If they have it, but yeah, there's the, I heard you're staying at Red Rock a lot now. Interesting. And to go with to go with the Addison special, he likes the second period over in this game. Dallas at the Rangers. Rangers favored total six and a half. I forget which game I did it with um, over the weekend, but I was watching one of the games on Saturday. There were so the many. Cat. <laughs> By the way, the cat just showed up. Oh, good. Whoo. Marshmallows back. He was behind the TV in this room. He was in here. He was in there. I just in there. Oh, you opened the door. Bam, he shot it. I don't know. He just he just poked his head around like he's scared to like looking at me like, uh, is it okay if I come out now? Okay. (laughs) That's good. That's good. But I did I did the uh first period was one nothing. Yep. With a lot of opportunities, but no goals. And they came with one and a half in the second period. And they got three goals like in the first 10 minutes. That's a really good trend that we've talked about, whether it's Otto, Addison, all our hockey guys. First, first period, period uh, under, under, second period over. It happens way more than we even let And vice versa, too, by the way. 
extremely high scoring first period, second period under. Okay. It happens it happens on both sides. I like the I like the low first high scoring second. But that that can re- I mean if it works reverse too that's good, but I like the that one. <laughs> Dallas Washington, you got a side? Dal- I do mean Dallas Rangers? Dallas Rangers, I mean. I would lean towards the Rangers, but Dallas is playing after losing to the Bruins, you know they're going to be salty. So, in a shootout. So, coin flip. Yeah. Sidewise, I would take plus before we take minus, but coin flip. Uh, this unders getting bet here. I like over. Auto likes team total over two and a half. Team, for I like that. That a boy auto. Welcome. Thank you always for being here. Excellent. That's that's interesting. Over Stevie Mac. Dave said dead at ass under. In that oh, game. I like that game under. I could be wrong. Stevie Mac comes in pretty strong. On that. No pun yeah. intended. On that. No on pun that. intended. <laughs> hey, dude. I don't know. Do you agree? Hard night to bet in the NHL? Um strong with conviction. Yeah. I mean, Islanders, Pittsburgh, tough game. Yeah. Lean dog. Minnesota, Winnipeg could go either way. Lean dog. Vancouver, Colorado, tough game. Nashville, Vegas, tough game. Sidewise. Kings overpriced against Columbus. This is, is the, this is the appropriate comment. <laughs> Every night the NHL is hard. Yes and no. I've been some getting nights, killed. Some nights you get a couple that just look like scream at you and you're right. <sighs> Ottawa, Florida. I mean, look at that price. Over Florida and over New Jersey, Washington. How do you trust New Jersey to lay one eighty? Right. So yeah, yeah some, of the, some of the hockey prices are just crazy. How expensive yeah. it is. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of interesting things happening in hockey, and a lot of like we're getting to the point where now we start to really see where the good teams are versus the bad teams. It's not been as trendy of a hockey year as last year. What do you mean? Last year, there were certain trends you got on certain teams you got on and it was consistent. They played the same way, like Boston, Minnesota teams that you would look at and they played the same way and they were consistent with it. And they were always going first period unders game unders it's topsy turvy. I mean, the Bruins were that that starts next month when they get closer to March Mm -hmm. and get everything set for the playoffs to play that. I think the trends get more consistent. February is tough. I mean, it's the Bruins under, 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 under all most of the year. And then all of a sudden they, they are scoring with, and giving up tons of goals and scoring tons of goals and losing like crazy. It's like, where did this come from? Like the Bruins are, are scuffling in a big, big way. Colorado offensively, they've exploded. Minnesota offensively, they've exploded. They're just, they're just yeah. teams are just like, where the heck are these, you know, offensively, right. I mean, 10 goals yesterday from Minnesota. Like what? That's almost like a month for them. That's incredible. Right. Yeah. 10 goals is 10 goals. It's like, holy mother. Yeah. All-star break overs. I guess so. But you know, just it's been it's been inconsistent. So, yeah, I, I mean, sides yes, totals are okay. I mean, I tend to like betting totals in the NHL more than betting sides, mm-hmm. but I like betting sides in college basketball more than totals. 
So it's just sort of where I'm finding my success. I'm not doing well with sides in the NHL, but totals in college basketball. I mean, some of the games, what, I mean, do you see that one thirty one and a half Ohio, uh, Houston and Iowa state last night game went over. I mean, 75, 68 final. Right. Number closed at nine. They won by eight. Yeah. <laughs> but like you look at that game, you're like two top five defenses under. Nope. Over. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like that's frustrating. So just the way the, the way the games are right now, I guess you could say it's it's fun. If you guys are with us on SiriusXM or on SportsGrid, thank you for watching. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow, same place, same time on SportsGrid and Sirius for the replay. If you are live with us on YouTube and or on Twitter, you guys are getting bonus time. Oh, let me stop that poll. Ooh, 50-50 split tonight. Wow. How about that? Which one? It's 5149. Wow. Great number. Right down the middle there for that. Um, Okay. A couple things. Underdog and prize picks have pulled out of the state of Florida. We we talked about the, the, the cease and assist letter. Bonus time to put this one up, pull out. Did you, did, did that was, that's, uh, I don't know. I, that wasn't why I, I, I wasn't, I was just naturally writing the headline. They pulled out. That's what they did. Wow. <laughs> they pulled out of Florida. Both, they went in and, and they got, and they got slapped. <laughs> Another out. Because of that, um, cease and desist letter that came yeah. in, they will no longer be operating in the state of Florida. So right. two of them are out. Better is saying what? Come get us. I mean, there were there were three there were three teams, three entities that got this. Two of them are saying we're out. Better hasn't responded. <laughs> they haven't responded yet. That's all. I don't think they want trouble. I I think they'll do the same thing. They just they'll haven't stop, done it yet. They'll stop operating. I would think so. Okay. There's too much at stake. Elsewhere, the numbers in Florida are gigantic. Okay. If there's a way to get a piece of it. It's not worth fighting this battle for pretending like you didn't get the letter. <laughs> you know what letter? What letter? I yeah. didn't get a letter. Oh, I didn't letter. get that. What, what letter? I didn't get a letter. Signed for it. What letter? Uh, I don't. I don't. I didn't sign for that. No. I don't know. Wait, 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 what are you talking about? What what, talk? what? what letter? I don't know. Yeah. So that's not the. That's not the solution. Well, you can and try then, that for a while, but you can't keep operating. They're gonna. They're going to get you. So and then Kansas. Kicked out six for illegal sports betting, sports wagering, as they called it. Six of them. Somebody got to them. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Six? Six different companies. Underdog, prize picks, all of them. All kicked out. So... This is, I mean, this is a precursor to the big states, right? It 100% is what is going on. The smaller states in Florida is not small, but states like this, New York, Florida, Kansas, Michigan. This is just a domino effect now of states taking this up and saying, you guys are doing gambling. You, you're you're going, we want you to be licensed. We're not allowing you to call Why this now? Because like we said this, 
I literally said this 15 years ago when they came into Vegas because they did this in Vegas. Who did? These fantasy companies. Oh, wow. Guys would come into the book and say, I have this app. You guys need to do this on your app. Whoa. What? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, well, we're doing it in other states. And I'm like, you're doing what? Fantasy. That's not fantasy. They're like, yeah, but they don't know that. That was always the answer with the guys that I want to talk to face to face in the book. Who was the company that tried to do prop betting by a, um, like horse racing, paramutual prop betting? Remember that? I don't. They tried one book tried to do paramutual. If you said it, I might remember, but I'm not a horse guy. Remember, I had a meeting with them. It was a paramutual prop betting, like. You would basically you my my parlay against your parlay, and basically we see who winds up winning. Oh and we took God. it paramutually. I forget who did that, wow. and it never it was never going to work because you need to sell people like like how many people are going to do this, and like they never did it. Like no one ever got right. involved with it. That's it, the problem. Yeah, that's <laughs> the problem. Like paramutual. There used to be. Um, so we would bowl Saturday nights at the Sun Coast, and I would right. stop at the Rampart and put in a teaser or parlay or something a lot of times because they had better odds because Chris was running up and whatever. So I would stop yeah. there and they had a fantasy card and it was a fantasy parlay. <laughs> it would put four running backs together. Which guy's going to have the most yards? Four wide receivers together. Which guy's going to have the most yards? You had to do a minimum of four up to eight on a oh. parlay card. Oh, So, you know, Part of the business, at least in Vegas before there was really competition, was knowing what your opposing books were doing or your custom, your competition was doing. Right. So I brought these cards into the office the first time I saw them. I said, hey, they're doing a fantasy card. We should do this. And they're like, you got to make the numbers. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Frankie was there, and Frankie could have made the numbers, but they wanted us to do it for free. Oh, then we were like, hold on. The eight people that are going to play this, this is going to be a battle and they're going to round robin stuff and they're going to they're going to win if we don't get more handle. And you guys don't even want to tell anybody that we're doing it. You want us to do the numbers? Can't do it. And it ended the discussion of doing it. But that stuff went on. Kansas. <laughs> out. Six this is, is going to be one of those things that's going to happen fast. I'm surprised it hasn't happened. I'm surprised it hasn't. Once New York did it, I thought everybody would do it. I thought it was just going to be like if you had legal sports books in your state and you saw New York take the lead, I thought everyone was going to go, that's a good point. Get out. <laughs> All of you get out or get licensed. One of the two. They haven't done it yet. They've never been able to operate here. They never will be. They never, never will want to operate here. Nope. And, but now, I mean, Nevada, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Florida, Texas, California are the two big ones left. If they wise up, that's a problem. Most of the business is coming from those states. If who wises up? Oh, the legislatures? The state. If the they state? go, wait, if they say, wait, 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 this is gambling. What are we doing? It's a lot of money. To who? Both parties. 
What's mm-hmm. Texas's incentive to go after them right now? With the amount of the money, same way that, the same way that they, they shut break. down FanDuel in the state, and DraftKings just said, "Forget it. We don't care. Come after us." I mean, FanDuel pulled out because FanDuel knew they were going to be legally traded. They were going to be a publicly traded company. So FanDuel Correct. was like, we're not going to fight Texas. DraftKings is like, we're private. Come after us. Go ahead. They've been operating DF- they've been offering DFS in Texas for years against the law. They just don't care. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they were my client. They advertised right. in Texas. I mean, that's, it's going to get they're on, they're on the radio. They, 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 they were so brazen. They were just like, we'll advertise on the radio. Who gives a crap? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. A, right. So, I mean, you know, on, on those levels, it's, I am surprised it hasn't taken longer, but California, you're right. I mean, there's other things. There's more important things going on. There's bigger fish to fry in those states, and they don't really need to worry about these things yet until they have legalized sports betting and they'll take away from the books who have paid for the licenses. Then they'll get mad. That's that's why. But then what's Florida's reason? Because the Hard Rock went has a monopoly, and they don't like the fact that they're getting – someone's taking a piece? They're, they're, they're just clearing out the, the whatever they got to do. So, so many interesting things going they on. They are now, J. Dow. They were not back in the day. Wow. DraftKings, where, where, hold on, where is DraftKings traded? I don't know. I, I actually, I don't think I knew that. DraftKings is traded publicly? No, that's right. You, you muted your mic. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I did actually. Part of my, I bought DraftKings stock, so I should know that. I own DraftKings stock, so I should know that. New York Stock Exchange. Uh, I was right. going to say that. Is yeah. that in your portfolio? Yeah, I did. I, I bought. I have DraftKings stock, so I should know yeah. that. Oh, the New York Stock Exchange. DraftKings. Yes, yes. but up I just, to forty-four. I, They're working that stock price pretty good. Is it really? Yeah, back up to forty-four. I bought it at. I bought it at some stupid price. Like I bought it at like forty. I was so mad at myself. It dropped to like six dollars after I bought it. Oh, are you <laughs> coming back up? Yeah, all right. That's not bad. Right. Back on hold the upswing. Hold on, to it. hold on to it long enough. I guess it, I guess it comes back. Right. Better to book it. All right, I've gone it's over. It's 41 right now. Wow, it's pretty good. Back to what I back to what I bought it at. That's not bad. All right. Our, ours, ours is three cents. <laughs> Got it on the same thing. Three cents a share. We came in at 55, baby. Uh, Creighton plus three tonight at home against UConn. Better to book, book it. it. Book I'm it. Taking UConn. All right. Yeah, I'm taking UConn. BYU minus three and a half at home against Baylor. I think I'm going to book it. Okay. Utah State lane one and a half at home. Bet it. Against this one wins. Yeah. This one wins. So you're going against Penny. And then with Penny, against, against, and with. Yeah. All right. We'll see how the pros do tonight. I'm on the side of the pros in all three games. Let's we'll see if, if that was a wise, a wise spot. I don't think we have super chats today. Let me double check. No, we do not. So no super chats for today. Did not have one. No. So favorite thing. PVB IPO. From your lips to God's ears, Konowinski. That would be great. I don't even know what the stock we wouldn't charge a lot at the beginning, but that stock's going to go up. That's I bought the, it during the COVID boom. No, I bought it just after the COVID boom. I think I got in late. I got in 
I think I bought it at the same time. I, I I tried to do the GameStop scam. I tried to get involved with that, and then it didn't work. I I couldn't buy it or something happened. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. I'm buying a thousand shares at thirty bucks. All right, Stevie Mac, let's go. Wow, here we go. BVB IPO and a billboard on the side of Resorts World. We're still. Um, we're going to ask about that at four o'clock today. <laughs> we are. How do we? How do we get on the side of the billboard? I'm getting texts right now from the producer about the show with tonight on Sports Grid. Uh, but the, the the content creator and the the this and the that. I got to get a full time job now with this, and mm-hmm. we'll figure out how that works. But mm-hmm. yeah, four o'clock today. We're going to find out more about the live shows again, March twenty first, twenty second. Yeah, hinted at. The first weekend in May, not at the Derby, but around the Derby in the Midwest. It's not Chicago, and it's not Minneapolis. Let's put it that way. So there you go. <laughs> put BVB on the side of Resorts World. We can't get we can't get that. Not yet. Not yet. Favorite thing about today is what? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <sighs> deep breath. One, it was raining this morning. They wanted the cat. Oh, Marshmallow! They wanted the cat. Marshmallow! He's huge. Look at the size of this thing. It's a wow. 10-pound cat. Cat's ass outside a little bit. 10-pound. Nah, he wants to go outside desperately. He would love to. He'll be dead. That in- thing run a little. He closed himself. <laughs> Marshmallow... Or Matt just X'd out himself from the show. This is my favorite. How about that? Sorry. Hit the wrong button. I was brushing off the cat hair from the from the thing and it shut everything off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's a healthy looking cat. He's a big ass cat. That's true. Yeah, that's a big ass cat. Um big. favorite thing about today, two things. One, the rain. That was nice way to start the morning. Messed everything up, but uh, in a good way. Kendall likes it, so I wrote rain her school today. Yeah, she's she she likes. Madeline loves it. The kids yeah. so funny. Like we we hate we hit the rain. And the kids are like oh, rain. Like <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah, Madeline. Big, she refused refused to wear a a, a, a raincoat today. She like, I want I want the rain in my head. Okay, sure. Be wet at okay, school. <laughs> like it's all you. Yeah, we had to. I mean, I'm like, are you good with your shoes getting wet? She's like, yeah, whatever. I, I, mm. So that was cool. Rain. And then, two, um, the ability to learn and grow doing this has never been more evident today. You tweeted something early this morning about a lot of people losing their positions and losing their jobs and all this other stuff. Yeah. And it said one year ago, this week, we were jettisoned like a young bird out of the nest. <laughs> Go fly. Yeah. We just went like this, said, what do we do? Keep doing the show. Well, who do we talk to? Just keep doing the show. How do we grow? Keep doing the show. That's all. Every time you would ask me, I'd say, breathe, and let's keep doing the show. And then I would come back to you, and you'd be like, well, we'll just do the show. And we've kind of navigated the waters got to a point where we're still doing the show mm-hmm. the two of us mm-hmm. you guys show up every day we can't 
again, thank you enough because the reason why people are even talking to us are because you guys keep showing up. Amen. We keep showing up to do the show and you keep showing up to watch, listen, comment, buy the meat, jam to the rhythm, whatever other things that we're doing, you guys keep showing up. So big phone call today at four for March. And then hopefully another big phone call next week for, you know, other shows and Midwest meetups and maybe go to the desert in April. A lot of things happening behind the scenes. You never know what someone's going through. So with that in mind, um, I got the funeral arrangements or not funeral arrangements, but the arrangements for my buddy, Ron, who passed away, same age as me, 53 years old. Can't believe it. And um, if you guys know Las Vegas, Chris, he just got a big curveball, a big curveball brought into oh, his life. Really? Yep. I reached oh, out no. to him this morning and wished him all the positivity in the world. He's been on the show before. Uh, you know him at oh yeah Twitter at Las Vegas Chris. He oh, put out sucks. a one-hour video talking to the camera explaining his situation. He's diagnosed with cancer. Oh. And... Um, explained a lot of things about what's going on and it was eye-opening it was um do you say what type it's uh he's got a lot of things working down below the waist okay so like he had to wear a bag and he said he didn't tell anybody until now and he said Jeez. you know i've been going through a lot of stuff and he used a line you never know what someone's going through He's like, I walk around every day and look at people differently now because I don't know their struggle. I don't know what they're going through because nobody had a clue what I was going through. Mm. Did shows on football season, all season. Sounds like he's going to take a little bit of a break. But I thought, all right, you know, and I reached out to him and he reached back. It was great. He didn't, he, you know, for a while he wasn't talking or texting to anybody. I think the ability to continue to show up and be open with things as men make us better, not mm. worse. And I think uh, I'm really happy that we have a forum to do it. So all of that said, those are all my favorite things about today. Um, This is not my favorite thing about today, but I do think we, because it, it happened live on the air uh, this morning, two people were charged with murder in the shooting at the Kansas city chief parade that killed one, one person injured 20. They were uh, previously two juveniles had been charged where two more men have been charged here uh, with murder in the second degree in Kansas City. The Kelsey brothers both put out a really heartfelt video uh, for Kansas City talking about what happened and how that I mean, I don't know. We we get back to next year. We get back into football season. I don't know if we'll be able to like, kind of sit back and go like, what the fuck happened at the parade? Like people brought their kids to the parade. And one woman went to work and she didn't come home. And half the victims were under the age of 11. They got shot going to a parade. And it still bothers me when I say that out loud. It stops, like it stops me. And I'm yeah. kind of just like, so I guess I'm thankful for the, the reminder of how fleeting this all is, how fragile this all is, and how quickly this all can turn and be taken away from us in two seconds. And 
there's a lot of research that goes into when you start thinking about your own death, you start thinking about how you want to live. It's a very odd thought, but the human brain has worked this way. And you've obviously gone through this a ton, but there's actually, it's, I'm not a Buddhist by any means, but in the Buddhist religion, there's, they think about death three times a day. They're supposed to, in their religion, think about dying. How are they going to die three times a day? Wow. And it, it's been proven that people who, at the, or at the end of their life, there was a study that was done at the Dana, Dana-Farber Cancer Institute in Boston, where they did a study of people who were at the end of their life. But because they had thought about it and they had prepared for it, they had a higher quality of life at the end. They, oh. were, able to, they were able to accept and appreciate it as part of life. Everyone's going to die. Everyone who's watching this show, everyone's not to be morbid, but everyone's going to die. So if you prepare for it, you live more, you live louder, you live for the moment. And it didn't, nothing reminded me faster than the idea of taking a child to go watch a parade. And they may have been maimed for the rest of their life. They may have a bullet wound where they'll show at 11 when they're 21 and 31 and 41. Yeah, I was at the chief parade. And I got shot. What? So I'm just, to me, it's one of those situations where it's awful that it happened, but it's a moment that we all, we could make a positive, all of this and live for today, live for the moment, live for each other, be happy that we have this show and you guys are here and we have a forum and we can do these things every day. Mm-hmm. Luckily we're in a country that lets us do, lets us do this, but it makes me want to squeeze every ounce of every day of every show that we do. Yes. Cause I have no idea when this stops. I don't want it to stop. I don't want to stop living. I don't want to stop doing anything. I want to keep doing exactly what I'm doing. Right. When you realize this is something I took a long time to fucking learn. And I wish people say like, what would you say to your old self? When I was, uh, I was doing my, my ruck this morning and I went, fuck, I'm actually exactly where I want to be. It's a scary moment. It's a scary realization because nothing's perfect. Like nothing is right. Like there's a million things I'd fix about all of this show and what we're doing and everything. But for a long time, when and I and I got it in Omaha. When I was in Omaha, I liked where I was. I liked it. But I was like, okay, I like this. What's next? Instead right. of going, I like this. I like where I am. I like who I am. I like what I'm doing. I like my life. Didn't like my life three years ago. My life was fucking hard three years ago. Hard in every aspect. Every, the little things, the simple things were all hard. Waking up, being in a relationship I didn't want to be in, raising a kid with someone I didn't want to raise a kid with. Like all the things that were wrong with my life three years ago. And I was like, I got to learn to appreciate right now, like live in the now. And don't worry about what's going to happen in the future. Don't worry about when I mean, it was for our phone call. It was for the, the, the you know, what we're going to see. And, and I was like, I don't know what, what's, what's going to be said to us. We could have had a bomb dropped on us from the whole fucking, you know, we didn't know. But I was like, you know what? I don't care. If it happens, whatever happens, I'm good. Because I'm good where, with where I am right now. Right. And it gives you almost like a shield to be like, I can handle whatever you throw at me right now. Because this is what we've got going. It's really hard for people that aren't in that spot to sometimes even appreciate where you're at at that spot. That's been a thing. I mean, for sure, for me since the stroke, but even way before that, you know, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. 
If it's not going to work for you, just tell me. I'll leave. I'll go somewhere else. I parted ways with one of my best friends, line mate from Penn State. There was just stuff going on. We sat down and had a conversation. I got up and shook his hand and said, thanks for the opportunity. He was the first job I had when I moved to Arizona. And it's it's freeing personally. It's very intimidating to some people. They don't like it. But you get to the point where you're like, fuck them. I can't, I can't, I mean, you're more than welcome to go along for the ride. If I'm, you're doing, if I'm, or, you know, we can be friends or we can just agree to disagree and we can still be social or, mm. or something, but it's hard when the relationship is not right. When a job isn't right, you know, it's hard to say, well, either I got to change it or I got to learn to appreciate it and figure it out. Mm. So it's good. I mean, like, yeah, you know, that call three years opened my eyes. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, again, with more, you know, people thinking they know, they don't know. No. And I think for a lot of the people, you guys have sent such incredible messages to us over the years about what you get from the show. And like our interaction with you guys is so important. And we all know, I, somebody asked me a while ago, why do you and Dave talk about, why are you guys so personal with the show? Like you, you guys are really open with, I think the reason is because one, we use the show as a cathartic way of talking about some of the shit going on in our lives. Yeah. But also, I think it's a way for us just to say that, look, it, there's a lot of lying going on in this world. And you guys know what's going on. You guys have issues. We have issues. We're just telling you we're no, we're no different than you guys. Like, we're the same. But we just have a microphone so we can talk. And we love talking with you guys and at you guys and, you know, have you guys watching the show. But I don't think it's, you know... So many people walk around this life and they pretend that nothing is wrong. Right. Everything is awesome. I got everything I fucking could dream. Look at me. It's a big me, me, me culture, right? And there's not a lot of places for men just to kind of go like, you know, I'm not okay. So like, (laughs) I got a lot of shit going on right now and I got to, you know, I'm not enjoying everything. I'm not loving everything. And I don't really know where to go. I, I don't know how to get away from this. And if we can, for two hours, if we can, unplug that, you know, shock machine going on in your brain. I think we're doing a lot. Yeah. You know, we're doing a lot. So that's we're the show. We're doing the show. That's the show. <laughs> People so. ask, what are you doing? We're doing the show. Yeah. What is the, the show? This I is don't the know. Show. Just watch the fucking Amen, show. Butchie. It's okay to not be okay. Amen to that. Yeah. Show it's up. That. I agree completely. Thank you for being here, guys. We appreciate you more than you could ever realize. Tomorrow, thank you. I have a doctor's appointment at eleven o'clock. We're either going to do it early, or we're not going to do it until later. I don't know. We're doing early. I thought we're going to off, and we're going. Yeah, I thought I thought thought we're doing. Yeah, noon Eastern time tomorrow. We're going to go until we can probably I don't know, one fifteen. Do an hour fifteen minute show or so tomorrow. As soon as you get home, I'll be ready at eight forty five to go. Yeah. 9 a.m. We'll knock it out tomorrow morning. So we'll be on 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. So early start time tomorrow. Early start time. If you missed the show live, download the podcast. Leave. I saw some people left some recent reviews. We've got yep. a ton of reviews. We're almost over 100-something reviews. That's great. Keep leaving comments. Order a hat, all that shit. Get out of here. Awesome. Appreciate it. Back tomorrow early for BBB.